When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Manchester Football Social. It is Wednesday, so you get your midweek Wednesday club. We want to thank you very much for listening. I'm in the studio with Danny Jackson on the blue side of Manchester. Hello, Danny. Hello. And on the red side, Alex Boardman. Hello, Alex. Hiya, Joe. We need the, uh, the, the lovely listeners to do something for us. Okay, so we need them to... Uh, uh, there is a little award ceremony we want to be part of, and it is the FBAs. Does anyone know what the FBAs stand for? The Football Blog Awards. Don't pretend like you don't know it, Alex. I do. Football Blog Awards. The Football Blog Awards. I was trying to be cool. Sorry. Down with it. What we want to do is (laughs) you want to get to the Football Blog Awards, but we need your help to do so. We need you to get on Twitter and tweet, I am voting for the MCR Footy Social in the FBAs for Best Podcast. Now, it sounds hard. Right, because I've just thrown a lot of information at you there. But if you go to the MCR Footy Social Twitter page, we've got a very simple copy and paste edition where you can literally just scroll over the words, copy them, put it on your own Twitter, and if you tweet it for us, it will mean we can get more of a chance to go into that wonderful ceremony. Yeah, we get a night out, don't we? If we we go, night out. We get a night out. They've promised us we can. There's a drinks budget. Yeah, which is probably like two pints each. <laughs> but it's still two but pints. It's better than yes, none. It's still would have had, didn't it? Yeah, <laughs> would have had. So it'd be mint if you can do that for us. Uh, enjoy the show. These two. I mean, how, how would you say you got on in this show? Remarkably well. Yeah, it was weirdly, disappointing. Well, I need to throw in a real curveball question next week. You do. You need to antagonise us just a little bit more. Yeah. Like last week, we were at each other's throat. No, he's coming. Week. He's coming because there's so many derbies lined up for the end. <laughs> Uh, thank you very much for listening rate us five stars subscribe to the Manchester Football Social and we will see you next Wednesday bye Football Social Welcome to the Manchester Football Social. My name is Joe McGrath and this is the Wednesday Club. Halfway through the week we gather United and City fans in one room and we have a talk about everything that's going on in the world of football uh, and mainly about the Manchester United and Manchester City stories. I don't know where we're going to go uh, after City's 7-0 win at home to Schalke last night but I will introduce the team that are with me for the next hour. It's Alex Boardman from the Red Side of Manchester. Hello Alex. Hiya Joe McGrath. Hey, thank you very much Alex Boardman and uh, Danny Jackson on the blue side of Manchester with his smile bigger than ever after last night's win hello Danny Gutten Abend mine and Frank. I don't know what that means uh, right Good on the evening, show my friend. today uh, we're obviously going to be talking uh, about uh, the FA Cup because we're going to preview that as the last time Danny uh, and Alex will be on before the weekend's actions we're going to look to Cristiano Ronaldo and ask is he the greatest player to ever play in the Premier League uh, and then we are going to be talking about the comings and goings of some United players. Reports that Sanchez could be going out on loan in the summer and that Bale could be arriving at Old Trafford. Uh, you need to come and have a chat with us. 0345 treble one seven six two five eight double seven double one. Come and speak about last night's game. Come and speak about Cristiano Ronaldo. Come and have a chat about Manchester United or Manchester City, whatever you want to talk about. But we will start today with uh, last night's game. Was it a game? Or was it a game of football, Danny? It, because it yeah. just seemed like an absolute 
Whitewash. Yeah, from uh, from one side, it was a game of football. Um, I mean, you know, the crazy thing is, Joe, that for half an hour, Schalke were in it. You know, I'm not saying they were too threatening, but you never saw... 3-0 at half-time, 7-0 at full-time coming. Yeah. Not not in a million years, you know. They were defending pretty resolutely. They um, they kind of broke quite well at a few occasions. Not Again, not really threatening, but, you know, you always felt that if they nicked a goal, it could have got nervy. You know, their fans, oh my God, everyone must have seen their videos yeah, from yeah, around yeah. Manchester. But in the stadium, they are as loud as I've ever heard. They were at... But it was actually quite funny because if you know the German fans, they'll see no matter what no matter what but actually at three, they did, they, three, they, three they or four nil they give up the ghost didn't they? <laughs> yeah they oh. were all back in the northern quarter on the lash <laughs> yeah, it was half empty the, uh, the, the away end but you know we can't get away from the fact last night that City were just sensational. You know, once they got that goal in front, Schalke, you could you could notice, noticeably tell the heads dropped, um, the momentum shifted. We got the first on, I think, the 35th minute, then the second on the 38th, then the third on the 42nd. So by half-time, it had gone from looking like it could be an early evening if they nicked one, to actually it being an absolute stroll in the park. Second half, we, again, I, I'm sure you guys didn't analyse it, but... I did. City was sensational. Again, broke all kinds of records. I think it's the biggest home win in the group stage of the Champions League. Um, I think it's the second biggest aggregate score in the knockout stages of all time in the Champions League. Leroy Sané can contribute to four goals in one uh, in one evening, three assists and a goal. And that's a kid that's not been able to get in our team. You know what I mean? When you look at it, Alex, it's scary, isn't it? That you know people talk about depth and options off the bench, and you know you, we're going through a phase at the moment where we've got a lot of. In- Injuries, two of our key players, particularly Kevin De Bruyne. Don't start about injuries. Yeah, yeah, come, yeah. Well, yeah. come on. <laughs> All right, I'm having my run. You you're having an over You have but, a little fun five minutes. But to be fair, show. you know, Stones, Fernandinho, the key players, Kevin De Bruyne, the key players and the missing. And, and you know, the like Gundo, oh my word. Ilke Gundogan has been fantastic for City. I mean, I know he's got his critics in the City quarters, but he just he's just so economical in midfield. He gets everything ticking over. Alexander Zinchenko, you'd probably say, could have been the, the man of the match in the last five consecutive games. This is a guy we paid 1.2 million for, looked like he was on his way out in the summer, wanted to stay and fight for his place. And the City fans are thinking, what are you doing? You know, go there, you know, 10 times your wages. I think that was I'm pretty accurate in saying that. 10 times his wages. He wanted to stay, fight, try and get a new contract. And you know what? I mean, Benjamin Mendy's a myth, isn't he, at the minute? We, we've seen that sight and the sound of him. He's mm. either injured or he's doing something ridiculous. But... Um, Zinchenko has stepped up to the plate fantastic again last night you know what I think the City fans are starting to come to terms with the Champions League we know UEFA are horrible and they hate us but I actually think last night felt like City fans were just thinking I think it's the thing with us I don't think City fans have ever genuinely thought we can win it whereas I think this season and particularly the way that the, 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 the way, way that the, the draw's gone, gone you mean the way that the draw's gone as well you know yeah we've had a bit of luck but let's be honest Alex you need a bit of luck if you're ever going to go particularly on four fronts like we are you're going to need to get a little bit of luck along the way but you've still got to beat these teams you know these are these are these, it shall be a team that qualified for the for the, for the knock Cows. They're no mugs. Yeah, the 14th yeah, the Bundesliga. Are hard, aren't they? They yeah. are. You've got to you've get got, through. Yeah, you've had to get through a group to get there. So fair play, you know. But we did our job professionally last night. We were fantastic. And I tell you what, nobody in that draw is going to want to get us on Friday. Well, no that's chance. what I mean, Alex. It was scary. The performance was scary, like Danny said. Well, I didn't watch it. <clears throat> I didn't watch it because they were 3-2 up, weren't they? Already. Yeah. So it felt... I, I kind of flicked, but I mean, my main focus was on Juve because I thought if Juve could get an early goal, they'll... That's game on. 
And I was flicking at nil-nil and then the score came up. Oh, City are 1-0 up. And I was like, well, there's no point watching that because there's no way Schalke are going to score three away goals. And uh, it just then as I was watching the Juve game, it was like 2-0, 3-0, half-time. And then it just kept 4, 5, 6, 7, which is, which is you know, fine. It's, it's admirable. I remember we, in 99, we beat Bromby and it was only in the qualifying stage. But it was like 6. And at the time you were thinking... Roma? Yeah, yeah, we beat Roma at home. It was that 7-1, wasn't it? I think Alan Smith even scored in that game. But you get those kind of games and they are great to watch and you kind of think in your head, you're like, oh, we're the greatest side there's ever been. But it doesn't necessarily translate through, you know, when it gets to the next stages. Because if you look at... Of course it doesn't. When you look at, say, what Ajax did and you look at what United did in Paris Saint-Germain, I think both of those results are more impressive than the 7 that, I get that. Home. But on the flip side, like Pep said before, in his press conference before the game, he was using them games as examples. That game wasn't won. You know what I mean? He, mm. he wanted to go out and do a professional job. I think we went above and beyond in terms of how we did it. And do you and know Atletico as well... Atletico didn't manage to do that, to, you know, well, to exactly. hold on to what they, they had. Neither did Paris. Yeah, the most defensively solid team, you know, over the, over the years, and they couldn't do it at Juventus last night. But that's, um, in 2019 already, we've scored 61 goals and conceded eight, and we're at the beginning of March. But again, that, I mean, that stat, I've seen that stat. How many it's of those still were against... It doesn't matter, whoever you play? you're playing, it's still, yeah, but that is get, still ridiculous. How many did you score against ridiculous. Burton, whoever it is, Burton Albion? Nine in one game? Yeah, and another And then seven, you played Newport in seven, the seven, FA Cup, yeah, Rotherham. Yeah. So, they, you know, you're already up to 25 extra goals there when yeah, you've played like... 61. But, <laughs> That's massive. Yeah, but in, again, in, you compare in, that... In 10 weeks, com- 61 goals. Compare that with going in the FA you Cup ain't, You are not Arsenal, sweeping this one under the carpet, yes, sunshine. Because, not a chance you can. Because not. you played Burton Albion, you played Rotherham, you played Newport when yeah. we played we Arsenal also, away. We also Chelsea scored away. six against Chelsea. So, I mean, I don't, I, yeah, I, no, I don't have it. That is I can't have that. That is unbelievable. And what it does show as well, Joe, is the roof ruthlessness of City the ruthlessness you know we're so ruthless we're not a team when we go 3-4 up that then sit back and just see the game out anymore and we used to be even last season under Pep at times we did it this season now we are going for the jugular we're trying to get more and more and more and obviously these players in the team that are all trying to break records you know Guerrero 25 goals this season already Again, he's, he's amazing. Sterling is at the top, top of his game. You know, people talking about he, he's a Ballon d'Or contender. If City win the Champions League, he's a Ballon d'Or contender. You've got to put him in that category at the moment. You know, he's we'll outperforming any other forward player in the Premier League. He could be. I wonder if, um, yeah, I, I just wonder if this sort of easy, they have had easy runs, they've had easy draws in the FA Cup especially. Yeah, still got to beat him, but yeah. Yeah, yeah you've, still, you've still got to beat you know, Newport or whatever, and who've you got this time coming up? Is it Cardiff? Derogatory. No, no, you do. Oh, hang on. You play Burton <laughs> Albion and you put nine past them or yeah. something. And Schalke, and I yeah. just wonder if, yes, it's great for confidence and it's good for that killer mentality that you're winning 4 now when you go, we want five, we want six, but what will happen if you come across a better side later on in the competition? Have you been tested enough? Because Pep's not being tested in any of those games tactically. All he's doing is warding off complacency. So he's not going, oh, we've gone, <clears throat> we've gone a goal down. Oh, how do we set up away from home now? We're, we're losing this tie. Well, do we try and nick a goal? Do we just play our football? Do we, do we go all out? Um, mm. Other teams are not scoring in the middle of the game. He's got to make a substitution to change it. I think 
those questions against Paris, I'm not firstly, saying the top and against table. Chelsea away, and against Arsenal. So, yeah, but we only beat West Ham one nil. You know, they had to grind that result out. You know, we beat and Chelsea in the League Cup final. Yeah, Chelsea in the League Cup final. West Ham, Bournemouth away. No, we've had to grind them out. So, but then. What, you know, when we get into our, these teams are coming at us very defensively. What Schalke did last night is probably had to come out and try and attack us, and by doing that, played right into our hands, and we we just killed them off. A couple of things I want to get to uh, before we get uh, into Pep Guardiola and winning the actual Champions League. What it means to Man City, the game itself. So we have on the Manchester Football Social Tuesday night is the City Show. There was a lot of talk about how the UEFA anthem will go down, etc., and what what the atmosphere would be like to the Champions League for you, Danny. For the City fans, this was well, it was a big game for them. So all this sort of talk in the, on Twitter about oh you know you wait for this you wait for that. What what was it like actually in the ground? Um, yeah, we 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 booed it probably more ferociously than we have done in the last couple of games before it. And I think that a lot of that is down to the, you know the FFP stuff and and, and everything else. Uh, where I sit with it, I actually don't know anymore. I used to, I got to a point where I felt move on. You know, we've done it now, move on. Sing a song through the anthem or whatever it might be. Given again, I better not. I better be careful what I say really. But but I'm not too sure anymore. If fans feel the need that they want to boo the UEFA anthem, then fair play to them. And I still think that, actually, you know, I think that's where my head's at at the moment because of certain things. But, you know, at the end of the day, I don't think it's conducive to a positive atmosphere, but it's not really affected results. So until that point comes, then then maybe we need to change. It's, it's kind of one of those fights as well that you, you're you never going to win, are you? No. You can boo it from nine for the next ten years and, you know, you're not going to... It's like it's an unwinnable fight and it's like maybe it is time to kind of go... You've you've basically you've you've had you've made your opinion known, but mm. now is it time to just go? You've and I was like that go. two weeks ago, but then the other stuff that's gone on in the last two weeks involving UEFA, it kind of makes me think. Well, I can see why people have got a bit of a grudge. I don't. If I, don't get me wrong, Alex, Joe. If I wanted to, if I could 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 make a decision on behalf of every city fan now, I'd say don't do it. You know, let's just sing a song through it. Don't have to show the respect to it necessarily if you don't want to, but, you know, booing doesn't, you know, it, it just makes it a negative start to a game for me. So I saw something on Twitter today. I didn't see it last night. I didn't see City at all last night. So at the beginning, was it at the beginning of the game, there was like some sort of, what, well, like a gold blue Peter ship was it did look like a blue piece of shit. What happened that. there? Is that basically, was everybody in Just a Stockport been a... collecting milk bottle tops and you made it? Or was, <laughs> what was that? Yeah, about? we all got a badge as well. Everyone involved got a, got a blue Peter badge. But um, That's the ship oh, there coming in. I was just going to say, excuse you then, Joe. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I think what we're trying to do is just be a little bit creative. You know, everyone can get flags and stuff like that. We see it all the time. I thought visually it Looked really good. We had the blue kind of f flags that made the ocean. We had the ship sailing on it. I think it looked good. I think the, the club are at least trying things. You know, it visually looked great. The 1894 group who are, are fantastic. They're at the kind of heart of everything that goes on like that. Put a lot of time and effort into it. Um, getting the displays out. For me, it, I really liked it. It felt like, you know, if it was a Eurovision entry... And that was like the backdrop and you were singing in front of it. Come on. You can't be happy with that. that I was, was very poor. happy with it. I that was it. poor. No, I loved it, mate. Can I we ask it. about VAR in the stadium then? Because VAR was involved in a couple of decisions last night. If you didn't watch it, City winning obviously 7 0. But some of them goals, uh, well, we thought Sterling's first goal uh, was offside, but 
the referee went to it and it wasn't offside if anything it was clearly onside uh, there was a Sarni incident there was a penalty incident as well um, and da- well, Danny keeps doing these things where he shows Alex stuff on a, sc- t- on a computer <laughs> screen sorry this is off topic so if you want to go about I'll talk about it now I will if not talk I'll, about I'll VAR okay. and then let's get into that off topic thing that you've just yeah. got on your computer okay. what was it like in the ground when a referee's making a decision about VAR yeah. and what do you think about VAR in the modern game. Right. Um, I was a big advocate for VAR. I think it was time that we it was brought in. It just needs to be handled so much better than it is at the moment. I mean, you look at it, they, they, they look like they're they're sort of questioning every single thing that's going on at the moment mm. it does stop I mean I know you, you were talking before we came on air that we've got the screens in the ground which you think might play a part in kind of making it more interesting it really doesn't they just put a sign up saying it's being reviewed blah 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 and then you you just call kind of waiting for the referee to make a decision it needs to be slicker it needs to be quicker um, it, it's frustrating when you're in there it really is you know what I didn't get as well I mean it didn't matter last night because of the way the scoreline went but we had, I think, five VAR decisions that probably averaged, uh, I'm guessing, 90 seconds to two minutes as an average. Some were longer than yeah. others. And they never um, quite add that on, do they? It well, feels two like minutes they, of injury yeah. time in the first half, none in the second half. Weird. How does that work? Yeah, so, exactly. It so makes I, no I, sense. You know what? The, the, the concept of VAR, I'm all for 100%. I think it's needed. And I think, you know, you look at already how many decisions it's changed and yeah, games well, it's changed United, and all that. PSG, yeah, United last week. And that really added to the tension because yeah. it was like the last couple of minutes and if we get a penalty here, yeah. who's going to take it? If you score, yeah. you're through. But, but without VAR, you boys would be out. Yeah, yeah, now, definitely, you? definitely, definitely, so, definitely so would. I, you know, it does add to the drama. I just think it really needs to be handled better. I think when you are in the stadium... I think when you see it on telly, you can kind of like, you know, you can do other things. But when you're in the stadium, you're kind of just waiting. And when yes. you celebrate a goal and then you see the linesman put his flag up after you've scored it, because then they bring it back. This is UEFA, how mm. UEFA do it. Then they bring it back and then they review the decision and then the decision's a goal. You kind of like, you yeah, get a because, bit deflated. It's like, yes, wait a minute, no. Wait a minute, yes. Because what I was going to say is that people, when people were uh, really saying VAR needs to be in the modern game, look at, look at cricket and rugby, look, it works there. But then in cricket and rugby, you can see the replays, so the people in the stadium are allowed to see the replays yeah. of the try, also, or if I it's mean, a try or not yeah. a try. You get to see nothing if you're actually in the ground. You get to no. see nothing. You get to see something on the screen, but for most people who are actually in the ground, they get to see. Yeah. But it seems like it works really well in the World Cup. In the summer, mm. I, I don't remember too many contentious decisions. It seemed quicker, and now I don't know what they've changed. It may be going to those people. Maybe they are looking at everything in way too much depth. I think so. I think you've just got to be and patient should, And wasn't it, the idea behind it, guys, that it was for clear and obvious so if it's clear and obvious surely you make a decision quickly on it mm. so if it takes you four minutes to yeah, make a decision how is that, that clear is and obvious one of the in any way it just doesn't really make sense what's though. the big news then Danny? Mate, I think this, I've spotted it yeah, yourself I think you probably have and I am honest to god buzzing absolutely buzzing Bernardo Silva if you've not heard has extended his contract with City to the summer of 2025 that is just, I've got goosebumps. That is unbelievable news for City because, you know, there's a lot of rumours that um, uh, Madrid uh, would, you know, would absolutely be all over um, Bernardo Silva. He has been 
if not the players of the season for City, very, very close. He's up there with the likes of Sterling and Aguero this season. You know what, as well, he's one of the nicest guys at the club. He's so down to earth. He's a lovely guy, gets involved in everything that the club do, kind of in the community. You know, even when I, I announce the guys off the, the bus, they all walk past me. And let's be honest, none of them are interested in me. Most of them, most <laughs> of them make that, that point known. You know, they'll look away or they'll look down. Bernardo Silva comes up to me, pats me on the back, shakes me on every time he goes. He's just a lovely guy, but he is a class act. I, I, you guys, I don't know what your opinions on him are. No, he's a good footballer. But he's a very, fantastic very good footballer. footballer. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure if you want to have your say, double seven, double one, we've got to take a little break. The biggest question of that section wasn't an, uh, answered because we went in a bit more detail about the game itself, about VAR, etc. So we'll move that to the next part of the show. And that is, if Pep Guardiola doesn't win the Champions League this season, is it a failure for his time at the club? Uh, you can get involved. 0345 treble one seven six two five. We're also talking about Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, is he the best player to ever play in the Premier League as he scores three against Juventus? Um, uh, making his like legacy. Uh, he's the amount of goals he scored in the Champions League is unbelievable. Mm, phenomenal. We'll get into that and much more. Have your say uh, on the MCR Footy Social uh, Twitter. We'll see you after this. Manchester Football Social. Subscribe to the podcast now and never miss a show. Manchester Football Social. Welcome back to the Manchester Football Social. It is Wednesday and we thank you very much for listening. If you're listening live or on the podcast, make sure you go follow MCR Footy Social. I am with Danny Jackson and Alex Boardman. Danny from the blue side, Alex from the red side of Manchester. And we're here with you till seven o'clock tonight. Uh, we got really stuck into the uh, Champions League uh, in the first section. We're going to just sort of hover around it because the draw for the Champions League quarterfinals is coming up on Friday. And we're also going to be talking about uh, certain players like Cristiano Ronaldo, his uh, performance in last night's game against Atletico Madrid. Then we will do a little preview of the FA Cup and that is all to come. Aren't they lucky, Alex? Everyone who's listening, aren't they lucky? Yeah, they're very lucky very, for all very that lucky. Them. Very, very lucky. Right, we're going to have a chat now about uh, Pep Guardiola and his time at Manchester City. Originally given a three-year deal, this will be his third season. Uh, and we want to mention that the Champions League has never looked so promising for a club to go on and win it with a squad like Manchester City's. So would it be a disappointment or even a failure, Danny, if City do not win the Champions League this year? Yeah, it'd be a huge disappointment. Disappointment, not a failure. I think failure's a little bit extreme because, I mean, obviously only one team can win the Champions League. It's all the best teams in Europe that are, that are trying to win it. I don't think that it would be a complete disaster. I've, I got the feeling from day one of the season that the club wanted the Champions League this season I got the feeling that was kind of their main focus the hierarchy I, I get that feeling um, would that affect anything in regards to Pep Guardiola or anything like that no um, you know if we come away with a treble this season of a domestic treble you know, oh. it, it'd be an amazing season that's an if I said it. Why is he offing? I said it. We came away. I came with it. It'd be amazing. Amazing season. Oh, a domestic treble. Yeah, domestic treble. So the FA Cup and that's United is still in the FA Cup, so that won't be happening. Oh, hello. You will win the league. Hello, cheeky. I think you will win the league. Wait a minute. You'll definitely win the league. Your cup run is over, pal. I landed at the Emirates last week. The Oli Solskjaer bus wheels have well and truly fell off. Anyway, we'll go on to that in a minute. So, yeah, I don't think it would be an outright disaster, but... I do think, I personally think, like United fans will think, like I'm sure Bayern Munich fans will think if they get through tonight, 
they'll never have a better chance of winning it. The fact that, you know, the likes of Madrid are out of it, mm-hmm. the likes of Atletico Madrid, you know, the finals in their home stadium, that could have been a massive advantage for them, which they've now not got. Paris Saint-Germain are out of it, mm-hmm. Roma are out of it. You know, so there's a lot of big names that are not in the draw for the next round. So I think all eight in that draw now will all fancy well, the chances. But uh, so in that regard, then, it could be a big disappointment if we don't win it. Why I say failure is because, you know, he's brought him to, to take City to the next level. City's level was winning Premier League trophies. You, you've won Premier League trophies before Pep Guardiola. Yeah, yeah. So what, what Pep's job was, I thought, and the next level would be getting that Champions League. So that's why I only said failure, yeah, and I yeah. can get why you're twisting yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Alex? I don't know. I think, I think if he wins the league again this year and they win it back-to-back, I think that's a brilliant achievement and I think then that answers so many questions about the City side because it's something they've not done. Yeah. I think Champions League... It, this has got the feeling this year of every so often, like a side wins the Champions League and they just go on a great run, and it could be Ajax. Can I say that like, when Chelsea did in 2012, they were doing very poor in the league. Dimitri yeah. was the manager. They all went to Bayern Munich, won it in their backyard. And that some, kind of Champions when, League. Yeah, weirdness. when Liverpool won it in in 05 in Istanbul and beat um, AC Milan, it was just like it kind of the writing just fell on the wall when they got through the qualifying stage with like a last minute. 3-2 victory a bit like United last week in Paris Saint-Germain was, nobody predicted that we sat here last week and thinking I hope it's not embarrassing it'd be great if we score one Joe said oh there's something in the air but it, there's this like sort of magic in that I've seen it almost year in year out and it's not the Barca side this year are not the same Barca side from 10 years ago you no. know they, they are excellent and they could win it on the day, as could Liverpool, as could Bayern, as could pretty much anybody in but there. But we were talking in the break there, you know, we were saying Barca, but I've seen Leo, I, was, I went home and away um, against Leon and watched them very closely. They, I said to you guys, you do not want no, Leon. No. We do not want Leon. I, I, I would honestly take Juventus over Leon if Leon got through. Juventus are very yeah. beatable, as we did you it proved, in the Greek yeah, stage, yeah. stage. And that was playing with Mourinho's kind of defensive, you've just yeah. got to set up right against Juve. Yeah, there is. I mean, Leon are a strong, you know, physical, fast. I mean, with Memphis Depay and, and then you've got Ondembele and, you know, the, the, the Fakir, they are, honest to God, class outfit. And you guys probably haven't seen it because you wouldn't have maybe Yeah, I saw that 3-2. But because we were in our group and they beat us at the Etihad, yeah. how many times has a team done that? You know, they beat us at the Etihad and deserved it. Um, they're a team I'd like to swerve in the next round, absolutely. But I think so. it's so hard, the Champions League, and especially when you get into, like, the final... And it's just that one-off game and it's such a... It's watched by yeah. half the world. And yeah. it just is such a different... I think if Guardiola wins the league this year, which I expect him to do, that's that should be enough to go... We won it back-to-back. Nobody did. That's what you wanted, that level of consistency. Yeah. Champions League is like... It's a lottery, I think, to judge someone... Well, we've on, seen it, haven't we? Chelsea won it. Whenever yeah. Chelsea won it, they finished sixth in the Premier League and won the Champions. So there's, a, as you've already said, there's a lot of luck involved there's in been your draws, of them over having the, years. the right, you know, having a Porto, good game when Porto on the right won it, Inter Milan when they so won it. So it's a bigger thing to win the Premier League than to win the Champions mm. League. Well, it's not a bigger thing because you know you get more money. I think for Champions League, it's oh, more glory and more fun. But yeah. I think it's, I think it's really hard. And if you win the Premier League, you go, look, we played 38 games and we're the best team, so there's no arguments. Champions League. The way it's gone this yeah. this year, any of these sides could go through on like some dodgy VAR goal not being Completely. given, and yeah. it, I don't know. It's a cup competition, isn't it? Cup competition sides just raise the game, and other yeah. sides have a bit of an off day. 
You can't have an off day for 38 games of a league yeah. season. No. And I, I, at the beginning of the season, I kind of said to myself, really, that I, I would have took the Champions League over the league this season. And just that's purely because you, really? we haven't done it. You know, I think it's a monkey we need to get off our back. I think as a brand, you know, that can propel City even further, you know, the way You get two right ships now. pre-game yeah, next exactly. season. Two <laughs> ships, yeah. Yeah, two <laughs> ships. It's not the Manchester <laughs> ship, can I with the med? They're both on the med. Um, so I, uh, I do think uh, that would... But because we're now up against the Scousers, I actually have changed that opinion. I want to win the league more than the Champions League now. See, from a United point of view, I think we've got a decent chance in the Champions League after beating Paris. But if you'd have said at the beginning of the season, because we've not won the league since 2013, I'd, I want the league next season. I'd, want, I'd take the league over everything. We will get on to who we want in the Champions League. Uh, just a little discussion on Cristiano Ronaldo's performance last night. Highlighted again why he's one of the you know the greatest players of all time in our generation. A lot of people tweeting about just how many goals he has scored in the Champions League uh, it is an unbelievable thing for him to go on and, and turn the whole fixture on its head and win uh, you know 3-0 and Juventus go through to the next round when you look at him uh, I'll just get this start that I wanted in Champions League goals in total Atletico Madrid have 118 Cristiano Ronaldo has 122 he has more <laughs> wow. than the entire That's club uh, he just sort of screams at you how many goals he, he's got we then talked about it in the office about, you know, we maybe didn't have Cristiano Ronaldo at United you know, during his peak, but does he still stand one of the greatest players to ever play in the Premier League? And that is the question I put to you. you I know so you might agree, which might be a rarity of Danny and Alex agreeing, but just to clarify it, do you, do you believe that? Of course, of course. It just depends on what criteria you use. So if Even you, when he was at the top of his game? No. Well, when he... When he yeah, when he won the Ballon d'Or at United, when they won the European Cup, um, that was 10 years ago now, and that was the start of his peak, and he's just maintained it for a decade, which is just ridiculous. So, yeah, but he had one or two seasons where he was, like, phenomenal. So you could argue, of course, he's one of the best players. Of course, he's the best player we've ever had in the Premier League because he's one of the top three, top four players of all time. Ronaldo, Messi... Messi's never played in the Premier League. Maradona never played in the Premier League. Pele never played in the Premier League. Ronaldo did. So, logically, he is the best player to ever play in the Premier League. But he wasn't at the level he is now when he when he was there. So then you start to look at other players. Yeah. What was, was Henri's purely Premier League career, was it more remarkable than Ronaldo's? Possibly. Shearer's? Possibly. We'll just go through the Ballon d'Or list. I can tell you that no one was nominated until 1999 when... David Beckham came second. Michael Owen won it in 2001. Uh, Thierry Henry, that was when he was playing in the Premier League. Thierry Henry came second in 2003. And then uh, you've got Frank Lampard and Steven Gerrard both nominated in 2005. Cristiano Ronaldo wins it for Manchester United in 2008. Yeah, because he won the, the Champions League. So didn't he, he? Gerrard he, won it. Yeah. When Gerrard was nominated, it was 05. Oh, we never really got there and neither did Henry. They got to the final, didn't they? And they got beat 2 1. Arsenal in the final. It's really hard to, to to disagree. I mean, like I say, I do my best to, to go against Alex. This uh, is awful, isn't it? We've had to agree all night. <laughs> it <laughs> doesn't feel <laughs> right. I've got a shiver down my spine with this, but it's hard to disagree, isn't it? Like you say, it depends on the criteria. Is it just the time in the Premier League? Are we judging him on that? If so... Henri, he's definitely got to be up there. You know, he was just a, a Rolls-Royce of a player. Um, but in terms of just, he's such a... 
He's got everything, Ronaldo, hasn't he? He scores headers, he's got bottle, he's he was he ridiculous finished from everywhere. He was he's technically ridiculous. unreal. Um, you know, he, he, what you've got to say with the guy as well is he lives football, doesn't he? You yeah. know, he's the ultimate consummate professional. You know, he's never out of shape. He's never no. drunk in a pub with his mates. You know, he's, he, he's so... As a player, I think it'd be so hard to say, and he's probably the greatest player in the, that the Premier League's had. I've got to say it. Probably, unfortunately. Pro- but then, to make an alternative argument, if you were to go at like a full career in the Premier League, then no one comes close to to gigs, for instance. Like you know, the, everyone talks about Maldini is probably the greatest midfielder ever. You could say the same about Giggs, just because he had like twenty two years at the top and won everything multiple times. So. I don't know, it's just, it's a very odd one. It's a lovely debate to have. What would be even better is if Messi, for the last year or two, last yeah, year or two of his to, career, decides come to come to United. Come yeah. I said it first. I said it first. You, <laughs> can have, you have Messi and we get Ronaldo back. What a, you know, what a scene Imagine that. That, that, would that would be, be so ridiculous. good. Unbelievable. Be Alex so good. said it first. Uh, right, let's just quickly talk about the remaining teams in the group stages and let's maybe go through who we want but how you might see it going. Yeah. Should I read them out so you know who's yes, in it? Yes, please. So yeah. we've got Ajax, Tottenham, Man United, Juve, Porto, Man City, Liverpool or Bayern Munich, Lyon or Barcelona. Okay, so the draw, if the people don't know, it's uh, it's on Friday, 11 o'clock. They're going to draw the quarter-final and the semi-final, yes, so you're going to know... You told me about today. Yeah, which of the two teams, if you win, you're going to get one of the two teams in the semi. So I, I've had a feeling, I've had a feeling that uh, again, it's all just guesswork, isn't it? But I just had a feeling that this is what I'm going to predict. I don't know what Alec fancies, but this is what I'm going to predict. So I think City are going to get Porto. Oh, okay. yeah, I do. And I, I think, feel that. I think on the other on the other side of our group, so the winner will play the winner of either Bayern Munich, Liverpool, or United. So, so I think, think United are going to get Bayern potential. Munich yeah. I think United are going to get Bayern Munich or Liverpool and I think that could be a potential derby semi-final in the Champions League. <laughs> and then on the other side, I, I, I've gone for Juve versus Ajax and Barca or Leon versus Spurs and then the winners of each of them will play each other. Would any of you want Spurs in the next round? Definitely. No. They're the ones I want. I Do you know. really want yeah, Spurs? Definitely. Bottle jobs. They're absolute bottle jobs. Yeah, they have been. They have consistently. Out of everyone in that group, you'd want Spurs. They've been great this season in that competition. Porto or Spurs for me. You get your pick, Alex. Who would you want? I don't care, but I I would want to avoid the English clubs until the final, if possible. So if there's if there's a scenario where one half of the draws got three. Three English clubs in, and the we final, could be in the other about the final, Alex. <laughs> sixth place not long ago. Yeah, but Paris... Scrapping for a win against... Paris Saint-Germain... Out of all these teams, not many would fancy United, who've been to Juve and beaten them. So we get Juve, we can beat them. We can beat Ajax, we only beat them two years ago. We beat Tottenham consistently. Porto, of course, we could beat. City, yes, why not? <laughs> Liverpool, Bayern Munich, oh, yeah. Lyon, Barcelona. We'll beat them all. <laughs> beat them all. <laughs> After that Paris Saint-Germain result, <laughs> no one is looking at United. No one's looking at Ajax either and going, oh, I fancy them. And if Leon do it in Barcelona, that'll be three teams that you go, no one would want to play them. They're like a wild card. And if you get Ajax, get yourself over there. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, don't forget. Top top place. Place. That, we should you know. do one live from 
Wednesday that'd be the Wednesday, Wednesday club. club yeah, and then they'd just be, damn, they'd be from silence from on air for an hour. Imagine that. We'll just all be eating. Uh, right, we're going to take a little break. Uh, coming up after it, we're going to have a chat about... Uh, well, we're going to do a little Wednesday club. Who is uh, the contender for player of the season? So what we're going to do is going to, during this break, have a little think about who's going to win, you know, that coveted player of the year trophy. Um, I'm sure we'll have our own opinions, but we'll get to that. Eight double seven double one. if you want to suggest yours. And it's a little matter of the FA Cup. Uh, can uh, both teams get through to the semi-finals where... A Wembley trip will be calling. Uh, that and much more coming up after this. Manchester Football Social. Subscribe to the podcast now and never miss a show. Welcome back to the Manchester Football Social. I want to say thank you very much for listening. I also want to say, you can do us a little quick favour if you want, head over to Twitter uh, and the MCR Footy Social have got something you need to copy and paste onto your own timelines. We want to be part of the Football Bloggers Awards this year. And if you go onto Twitter, go onto MCR Footy Social, copy, I nominate MCR Footy Social for the FBAs for hashtag best podcast you will give us another notch on the voting system uh, and we uh, yeah like I say on the MCR footy social just go on there copy and paste it send it as a tweet you gents have done it already haven't you Alex and Danny oh yeah I've uh, just done it now and I, and the legend that is Walter Smith who uh, he joins us on a Tuesday show he has just done the same he just God, retweeted it for me do it, do it do it do it thank do you it, very do it. much right so this is what we're going to do we're going to get into a chat about well it's coming to that time where I know Sam Lee lets us know, and Sam Lee is a journalist for Goal who comes on the show quite regularly, that, you know, weirdly, now, right now, people start to vote for their player of the year. Even though, Alex, it's, it's, not, still, it's not finished. It's not finished. Right now, people start to vote. So we thought, we'll have a bit of that, won't we? We'll have a bit of that. We're going to do our little voting right now. So, the Premier League player of the year. So not overall, let's just focus on the Premier League. Who is the Premier League Player of the Year this season? If you had that voting card in front of you, you had to tick boxes, not knowing who's going to win the league. Who'd you go for, Danny? Well, I think the, the top five, to start with, I think definitely will be out of Liverpool and uh, City because they're going to be the runaway kind of you know leaders. One of them's going to win it. I would say them five would be, it'll either be Van Dijk, Sterling, Mane, Bernardo Silva or Aguero, I think one of them five will definitely win it. I've got to say, I think it's probably going to be Van Dyke. Unfortunately, do you think it's I do. Unfortunately, I think I'm edging that it's going to be him. I don't, but it's mad, isn't it? Because you, you really it should be based on whoever wins it. So if City win the league, surely the player of the season. But because of when the voting is, you don't. It's still up in the air. So Baffles you don't know who's going to win it. Baffles. It's still going to win it. But I mean, Van, let's be honest. He's a monster, and Van Dyke. He's done fantastically well this season. But how can you overlook the, the the likes of Sterling? And I think Sterling potentially could be peaking at the right time. Because if you think now, it's very kind of subjective isn't it it's kind of like you know I think uh, if, if Sterling has an amazing couple of weeks and he's already had a couple of amazing couple of weeks he's in everyone's thoughts if Van Dijk has a bit of a nightmare in the next game and, and I don't know concedes an own goal or something, maybe he'll just go out of people's thoughts yeah. but I think Sterling definitely will justify winning winning it if he did he's been unbelievable for City this season there's a good chance because they do the, the players one don't they when all the football all the players vote yeah. That's done before Christmas, so yeah. I think Van Dyke. Right as well. I think well, Van Dyke will win that one because Liverpool were like six or seven clear, weren't they, by mm -hmm. Christmas? But I think 
just the last two or three weeks. I can't see beyond Sterling because he's had a really good season. Also, the other things that he's done, and obviously I hate to praise a City player. However, he had a nightmarish time at the World Cup with a lot of the abuse that yeah. he was getting from the papers. Then there was the whole incident at Chelsea yeah. Yeah. where he was racially abused and he dealt with that really, really well. I've seen a few other things on Twitter where he's like done giving shirts to fans and he's done like had a disabled fan come in and he's showed him round and stuff and also he had, has had a lot of criticism like he's not he was too expensive and he's not really that good a finisher and even City fans were saying I don't think he's top yeah. draw and this season he's kind of proved everybody wrong so I think he I think he'll get this one that we're talking right now, I, I can't see anyone else for the last two, three weeks. And he, you know, he, like Alex says there, he is becoming a real role model for kids as well. Mm. You know, in, in terms of how he's dealt with uh, adversity, you know, he's always come back. He's always been, he's always been involved. Like he's been, str he's, he's, he's very eager on Twitter to get involved in like the, you know, the stabbings that have been going on in London. He, he has an opinion. You know, he's one of them people that kind of, you know, he's a real, to me, he's a real role model to kids. Yeah. And I think not only is he an unbelievably talented footballer, Footballer that's had to get over a lot of obstacles over the last few years. You know, he, he, everyone was booing him every single game. I, I can never because yeah, yeah. he left Liverpool and the papers, bloody Newcastle the fans went, are booing him. How does that work? Yeah, the papers went mad on him, didn't he? As well, yeah. even just a little touch like Mason Greenwood made his United debut against yeah, and he tweeted PSG. Him. Yeah. So he tweets Amazing. him and he, and he texts him and he's like, it's just little things like that. Then you go. I think, it, I think it should be his year, actually. You just like him because he left Liverpool, though. Sadly. No, I don't like him. I can't stand him. If you we're can't honest. stand him? No, as, as, yeah, I think as a man, <laughs> I think as a man, he's human. done brilliantly well. But as a player, he plays for City, so yeah. how could I possibly well, like him? Yeah, well, I, 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 I disagree with like that. Him? I disagree. I, 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 I look at likes of kind of Paul Scholes, I just what I'm saying is, he, but again, he's a United player, and, I, and and through my life, he broke my heart that many times. But I really liked him. You wouldn't really have said liked the guy. You wouldn't have I said did. this five or six years ago. No, honestly, I, I did, and I've said it on this show before. Yeah, I, but I it's only just Paul Scholes. Yeah. That's all you say. I'm trying to think about <laughs> your current <laughs> players. You don't think <laughs> They're all you said Paul Scholes. All, you, all, all your current players are I like Paul Scholes. No, I've said it about Rashford. I've said it about Rashford on this show as well. How much I like Rashford. I can't not like Rashford because he's an absolute class act. So I think to say you. Can't stand Sterling just because he's a City. Can't stand him as a footballer because he plays for City, and before that he played for Liverpool. It's more that's than the that's basically as bad. If he finishes his career at least, listen, you said we no haven't chance. had an argument. This is just that. This is just. Do, do you know what? Nice You're having now. an argument after I've said I respect everything he's done. I think he's been fantastic, and, and I think he'll win Player him, of the Year. And, and then, then I said you couldn't stand as him. a player because he plays for City. Harsh. I'm gone. What? What if Paul Pogba wins? Can you stand Paul Pogba? That's different. Paul yeah. Pogba's not a role model. He's a plonker that just likes going on Instagram, and he let's be honest, brand Pogba and all. Yeah, that. I'm not. I'm not <clears throat> defending that either. I'd oh, if it was United, I would hold my hands up because he's a class act. United's player of the year's got to be Lindelof. That's or, what I was going to well, really? ask. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah, because yeah. really? okay. of the big turnaround in the. Do you, do you so what? Who are them two names again? Lindelof. Right. He's had a Lindelof. great. He's had a great season, um, and he, he had one bad game. Uh, at the weekend against Arsenal and it was really noticeable and you were like, oh wow, Windelhoff is normally brilliant yeah. and he's had one bad game whereas last season he was having, that was his typical way of playing and Rashford um, has just played throughout. Because of all that adversity as well with having the Mourinho, all that nonsense going on, it's got to be a player who played all season well and gave 100%. And there's not many, and you there. can't put Pogba in that category. Oh, can, can you? Down to no. You could put Luke Shaw in that, months. you could put Windelhoff in that and you could put Rashford yeah. in it. Yeah. And that's it. 
That's interesting though, Lindelof, because again, from a City fan that don't, I don't, like you don't with City, I don't watch a lot of United, I would have never have thought he'd have been in the equation. No, he's for been, players. he's what been fantastic. What do you fantastic. think, John? Because obviously you're a United yeah, fan. Yeah, 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 you always said that every show. Go away. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Everyone knows you, Joe. Joe, you're on the full-time Red Devils every week. We know you always get the name wrong as well. Whatever he's got. Every show, you in that, every show, get it wrong. Oh, and they're on the full time Red Devils today. Now, come on, you know what it's called. Full time Devils, get full-time rid of one word, make it right, easy okay. for yourself. Right. Anyway, I believe Rashford will win Player of the Year this year. Uh, United, it does. Yeah. Or Paul Pogba, just because. Ever since well, because it. people vote and they're like kids, aren't they? But I do agree with you in terms of Sterling. I hope Sterling gets it because I do think it'll be a, a very good um, sort of statement and a pretty big... Yeah. You know, and he's English as well. Still, yeah. So from that perspective, it'll be good for an English player to win it. Just given... for all that abuse and the way he's yeah. turned that round and he's turned it into a positive and he's actually done it with a, like a smile. Yeah. Like when he faced that Chelsea thing and he yeah. just kind of laughed and just was like... I, I thought that was very... I agree. That's, that's what yeah. turned my mind. And it's hard to do that, isn't it? It's so hard to do. Oh, you yeah, know, yeah. As a man, I've never it's been hard in that, to do. I've never been in that position, either, thankfully. thankfully. And But to think that if you were in that position, you'd just laugh it off and then turn everyone's yeah. opinion. I think, yeah. I think yeah, it's I brilliant. We've got a little uh, time left just to have a preview of the weekend's actions, which are Manchester United and Manchester City. Maybe booking their place to Wembley. FA Cup semi-finals still playing at Wembley. God, uh, let's go to United against Wolves. Uh, it's going to be a tough one. Alex. Another tough one, but we've been great in this competition, and I think it maybe was a bit soon to bring Matic back uh, against Arsenal. But I think we do need him against Wolves away, uh, and I think I think we'll get through because we've just been so good in that competition. It feels like we've got a great chance this year of the FA Cup. I think we'll win one one or two nil, and City. What do you think, City? Would they be booking their place easy enough into the... Um, yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? I mean, Swansea... Swansea, Swansea have got other priorities in terms of trying to get into maybe the, you know, the automatic or the playoffs, it's probably more likely. Um, uh, you know, City against a championship team, even if we rotate, which we will, it's still going to be a strong squad. You know, I'd be majorly surprised if it's not a pretty comfortable, comfortable afternoon for City. But um, I think you are going to struggle against Wolves, though. Because oh yeah, they're really I'd be so guys, impressed again with Wolves. I, you know, against when Chelsea on the weekend, yeah, they were great. Yeah. They've been great all season, exactly. And when the draw was coming out, I was thinking, what's the most difficult draw there? And I actually believed it was Wolves away, including United. I actually believe for us, the most difficult draw was Wolves away, and that's not because necessarily you got. It's because Wolves seem to have our number. We really struggle against Wolves. They drew. We drew. Uh, um, away to them we beat them at home but that's because they had a player sent off in the early part of the game and that really affected the game so I did not fancy Wolves one bit and when you got them I was absolutely delighted it's, uh, yeah, it was, it's been a tough it route if, if United win the FA Cup this year they deserve it because they couldn't have really had a harder route and they'll probably get City in the semis or the final Oh. This is exciting. This is exactly what you it's want. Exciting. And the time. difference. Do this you is... feel very happy that I know it's been a rough ride, but you are United are in all three competitions, and there probably there's a battle for top well, they're four. In two, aren't they? There's they're a battle for the top league. four. That's yeah, yeah. still interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. And, and there's a battle for FA Cup. So although the start of the season was rocky, you still got. FA Cup run, Champions League, you know how that will go, but and then a, and then a race for top four. It's brilliant. It's a good end to the season. It's brilliant. It's win and it's all down yeah, to no, Solskjaer. Good. Yeah. And oh. do you know what? United will have a massive say. We've got City five games before the end. City will have to beat United to win either of those two trophies. So 
It's totally in our hands. If City do win a quadruple, which I don't think they will, or even a domestic treble, United can't blame Mourinho, can't blame anything, because we're right at this point, we can stop you winning all three of those trophies. So yep. if we don't, we can't, we, we cannot comment on it. We've, we've failed. And that is that, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> on that positive on note. That bombshell. <laughs> right, we're going to uh, go, but thank you very much for joining us, Danny Jackson. Uh, a little show. prediction for the weekend, then, City going to go through, yes? Mm, I'm, uh, I, yeah, I'm going to say relatively yeah. comfortable. I'm just yeah, going to go 3 0. 3 0, Alex. United. United. Yeah, City will win 3 0, United will win 1 0. I'll oh, see you like that. Okay. Do you want me to predict Wolves? Or no, I'm going to go to... Because we ended it on a nice note. Let's, <laughs> let's not do it. Don't. <laughs> kick off. Right, Jimmy's up next at Excess Manchester with some Liam Gallagher and some Sex Pistols. We've been the Wednesday Club. Thank you very much for listening. Go get the podcast. Search Manchester Football Social. Manchester Football Social. Subscribe to the podcast now and never miss a show.